The Tumbling Saber Podcast is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Connect with us on Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts. Visit our base at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Welcome back. It's time for episode 197 of the Tumbling Saber podcast. It's happening. It's here. It's coming. It's right around the corner. Uh, It's just me. It's just Kyle for now. Uh, There's a story behind what's gone on with this episode of the podcast. If if anything, episode 197 will be a memorable one for more than one reason. Uh, Not the least of which is, of course, we've got the Rise of Skywalker trailer, which we're going to get to. And as we sit now, we are just 23 days until The Mandalorian, and uh, 59 days or so, and by my math, that is less than two months, until The Rise of Skywalker. And did you know that uh, apparently 75% of the movie is being reshot as we speak? <laughs> what, which is an absurd thought. That is coming out of the uh, the gutter of Star Wars fandom, as you might have guessed. What an absurd thing to do. What a, what a crazy bit of misinformation to put out there. 75% of a movie being reshot at this stage of the game is... I, I'm not a movie maker. I'm going to just put that out there as that's impossible. To re, rewrite, reshoot, recut, do all the effects and sound and all that stuff in less than two months is insane for I don't care what context is behind the report. I'm not going to give those those shitbirds on YouTube the time of day to read or watch or, or listen to their report. It's garbage. It's pure garbage. Not going there. And besides, I, I think as, we, as has been reported by MSW and other reputable spots, the reshoots have already happened. You know, that, that was a month or two ago. That's done. We are finished with that. The final edit is probably being put together now. John Williams is probably done. And that's another aspect, right? 75% of the movies being reshot, you're going to make John Williams come in and have to rewrite and rescore music? Give me a break. Like, at this point, I don't even blame these people for the content, the garbage content they're creating. It's it's the idiots who watch and consume and nod slavishly as the drool just pours out of their mouth into their keyboard, into their bag of Doritos. Get bent, you losers. Anyway, um... Whew. <laughs> coming in hot there, guys. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> Moving on. As you guys know, uh, I've started the Great Star Wars Rewatch, which is uh, this clever name that I came up with. And uh, we are at week number two, which is Attack of the Clones. So we did that this weekend. And I have more fun with it every time I watch it. But it's funny because I, you know, I'm watching it with the kids. And my five-year-old, he just starts railing on the effects. Like, dude, you're five. Like, you're not supposed. You're just supposed to agree to everything. It's just supposed to wash over you and, and amaze you. But he's like, no, daddy, this. Why does it look like a cartoon? You know, and I guess the the uh, the mix of live action plus uh, the heavy dose of CG, especially on Geonosis, it was at the the final battle on Geonosis that he was like, this all looks like cartoon, and he's like, the 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 he calls them stormtroopers. They're clones, but he called them stormtroopers. 
their armor all looks like plastic. That's what he's telling me. And I'm like, wow, that's it's a pretty keen eye, I suppose. But um, what I told my my son and my daughter, I was like, guys, like, we don't get what we have today. Like today's effects look seamless with live action. We don't get that without this movie. It takes practice. It takes, uh, you know, refining techniques. I'm sure all this went over their heads. But, you know, I, w- I wanted to at least bring up the point that we don't get uh, today's amazing, insane effects without steps along the way. And Attack of the Clones was one of those early steps. And so, yeah, we're done with uh, week two of the great Star Wars rewatch. And on to next week where... We get into episode three, obviously, with Revenge of the Sith. My kids are stoked. They get to see, do it, time and time again. I, what's the over-under on how many times they make me rewind it? I'll set it at four before I get fed up. So yeah, that's that with the Star Wars rewatch. Uh, so let's, let's ju- I'm going to jump into my quick collecting update just to let you guys know. So I, as some of you might have known, this Lego Y-Wing from the Rogue One set was my white whale for quite some time. And... I let it slide one time too many, and it. I think it's a discontinued piece, uh, but it came. It fell into my lap this weekend. So last last week was Canadian Thanksgiving, and we 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 my family and I we walked to this to the shopping center nearby, and a store that had previously put away all their toys. I thought they got out of toys entirely. Uh, they brought their old inventory back out onto the floor, and among them was a bunch of old Lego sets, with the Y wing. So I took pictures of all the stuff. I fired it over to Car- Carlos and Corey, and Carlos was like, "Oh, that, these are crazy prices! You got you got to jump!" And a jump I did. So I grabbed that Y-wing set at fifty-two bucks. Fifty-two bucks for that set, which I I want to say that was an eighty-nine dollar set at regular retail. So I got a killer deal on that, and I couldn't have been happier. But man, bag five was unbelievably tedious. Just an unending stream of tiny, tiny little pieces where you'd have to have like the, the just absolute crazy dexterity. Anyway, I, I, I got through it, everybody. You'll be pleased to know I got through it. Um, it was fun. It was a good, it was a good build overall. The minifigs are worth it. It was rat Admiral Radis. That right there is probably worth the 52 bucks for me, uh, but it also came with more off and a, a blue leader, rebel pilot, a stormtrooper. I want to say, oh yeah, and an astromech. Look, it, it tricked my kids into thinking that it was uh, chopper, but it's 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 an it's an orange R two unit. So that's uh, that's part of my collecting update. In, in what was part of a a sneaky good week in terms of collecting, because I I thought that after Triple Force Friday I was gonna just ease off a little bit and take my time until the holidays, but uh, not really the case this week. As with you know, I, I got that Lego Y wing. And then over the weekend, uh, I met met up with Corey and I got a vintage collection Lando, which pairs nicely with the actual 1983 carded uh, Skiffguard Lando that I have. So I'll throw that up on Instagram at some point just to see the uh, the side by side, the 83 to 2019 versions. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then finally, I found Jedi Knight Luke Black Series six inch, which I frankly thought that I'd never find. I'd never find that one, and uh, happy to say that I did. It was just stacked deep, 16 or so figures deep. So I grabbed one for myself, grabbed one for Corey, and so uh, we are 
I, I am now plus one on the Black Series count. Didn't get much in terms of the current, uh, the new wave of Rise of Skywalker figures or uh, Fallen Order figures. Uh, I'm just I'm hanging back on those, waiting for the deep discounts, or looking for the uh, the white box or the carbonized variants. So I'll hopefully get to those at some point. But uh, yeah, so that that's it. That's a that that was my sneaky good week in terms of uh, collecting. So let me know how you guys did. How did you guys make out this week? Uh, so EW coverage has started for Rise of Skywalker, and there was uh, one piece late last week, I think on Thursday, by James Hibbert about Raylo, and another on Friday about uh, with with JJ and how they're going to close the loop on all nine movies. And uh, nothing, there's nothing in either piece. I don't think that we hadn't heard already before, and so I'm I'm a little bit nervous that uh, the depth of coverage that EU gave us in previous years is maybe not going to be there this time. Anthony Bresnikan is not with EW anymore. And he was, I think he was embedded at Lucasfilm for a while. Just his, his coverage was exemplary. And I don't know that we're going to get that this time, but I I do hope so. Uh, The EW coverage is one of those benchmark events on the way to a new star Wars flick. And uh, so that's coming. Hopefully we'll get some new stuff uh, earlier next or early in the week. But we'll see. Uh, we also were treated to air dates for The Mandalorian. So as we all know, Episode 1 is going to air November 12th, uh, which is a Tuesday, if memory serves. And then following that, we're going to get episodes every Friday. So Episode 2 will be the uh, November 15th. Episode 3 will be November 22nd. Episode 4 will be November 29th. And Episode 5 will be December 6th. Episode 6 will be December 13th. The 7th episode will be December 18th, which is uh, not quite a full week delay because obviously I don't think they want Mandalorian episode 7 overlapping directly with Rise of Skywalker. So they're backing that up a couple of days, which I think is a smart move. Uh, so uh, that you know, you know what's cool about this is that we're going to have this really torturous wait over the next two months now as we get to Rise of Skywalker. But man, is it going to be made so much easier with a, a weekly dose of of Mandalorian starting in November, and until then we've got we've got resistance to tide us over, so we are spoiled, everybody. And then finally, episode eight will air just after Christmas on December twenty seventh. So that is all good news. The season's going to wrap up real quick, like it's going to be a month and change. A month and two weeks, and we are out of season one. But the good news is that season two is already a week into production, and they had a uh, an event, a press event in L.A. over the weekend, and the the buzz about the Mandalorian is absolutely over the top positive. People are just going nuts about how cool and how special this is going to be for Star Wars, and hey, man, I'll take that praise. That sounds good to me, and I'm sure there's there's nobody here that's that's uh, gonna argue with that. But I, you know, I just maybe we should press the brake just a little bit because you know I think Solo got similar praise, Last Jedi got similar praise, and obviously people were mixed on both of those movies. So let's hope that John Favreau actually uh, hit the mark for everybody, and that we can have a little bit of of tranquility in Star Wars for just a little bit. Because I'm sure it's going to get messy real soon. 
Uh, so yeah, that's that's you know what's what's going to be really funny with the Mandalorian is uh, you know Friday releases are great for me. You know that's that's a pr- I mean great for everybody. So you get to you you work a long week, and then you get to just unwind with an episode of the Mando. And and so long as my wife agrees to add that that show to our rotation on Fridays, uh, it'll be gravy. It'll be it'll be great. But the trick will be in avoiding jerks online on social media because you know, like so many people are like once once they've seen something, they feel like everybody has seen it, and it's it's cool to talk about it openly on on Twitter or Facebook. So it'll it'll be, uh, yeah, you'll have to tread lightly, I think, and carefully on those Fridays because other parts of the world will get uh, the Mando before others, and yeah, you just gotta you gotta watch your step out there. You know, people are gonna just post screen caps or just blurt out plot points or or surprise reveals or spoil the ending of an episode. And there's the old adage that if you don't want to be spoiled, don't go online. And that is true. I guess we're all in in charge of our own, our own experience. But also, don't be a jerk. If you watch the Mando uh, before anybody else, don't go online and start blurting out things that happen in the episode. Don't do that. Uh, anyway, yeah, that's coming. That's coming real soon. And I'm still waiting up here north of the border for Disney to give us the green light to subscribe to their service. Um, getting a little impatient. I know we've got three weeks to go, but uh, I'm ready to give them more money. You know, they've already got one hand deep into my pocket. Uh, I'm ready to let them dig a little deeper. So let's go, Disney. Give us that subscription option. And then the other piece of news this week before we go over to the Rise of Skywalker trailer is that Tony Gilroy is back and he's going to be working on the Cassian Andor series. And so Variety had a piece and from that piece it says Gilroy is set to write the pilot for the series in addition to directing multiple episodes. He will work alongside Stephen Schiff who remains on board as showrunner. And then also from the Variety piece, uh, this is about Gilroy. He was originally an uncredited writer on Rogue One, but earned a screenwriting credit when he was brought on to handle extensive reshoots on the film. He is also said to have worked closely with director Gareth Edwards to supervise the edit once reshoots were completed. So, you were talking about reshoots with The Rise of Skywalker 75%, which is lunacy, but uh, MSW at the time of these reshoots back in 2016 they had said that upwards of 40% of the movie were, were being redone. And I'm sure you guys remember too that a lot of, there was a, a, quite a bit of panic at the time. Like 40% of a movie at that point in late summer. God, that's significant. Like what what state was this movie in? And you know, at the time, uh, Gilroy was was on the, the moment with Brian Koppelman. It was a podcast back in April, 2018. And he said, I've never been interested in Star Wars ever. So I had no reverence for it whatsoever. I was unafraid about that. And they were in such a swamp. They were in so much terrible, terrible trouble that all you could do was improve their position. <laughs> Which is, ouch, that stings. Again, that's not a new quote. That's that's going on a couple years old now. But uh, wow. And we've heard that Rogue One was a real mess at a certain point. And so he was he was brought in, obviously, to... Uh, rewrite this thing, bring some organization to this, bring it home. And he did. And Lucasfilm bringing him back, to me, it just speaks to the fact that Lucasfilm understands that that knowing story and plot and characters, uh, that's, you know, 
it's it's the same as Star Wars as anywhere else, because you know as always, fan reaction was was a mixed bag about this news because Gilroy had the the audacity to say that he's not he's not a Star Wars fan. Like he again, he said he had no reverence for the franchise, and so a, a, a bunch of fans uh, they they were offended by that. Like how dare how dare you come work on Star Wars but not be a fan? But again, this is the guy that saved Rogue One from a, seemingly from ramming into the iceberg. Considering how Rogue One turned out, I, I'd say being a fan in order to work on this franchise is largely irrelevant. You know, if, if, you're, if you're a good script writer and you understand plot and characters and pacing, you're probably going to be fine. You know, especially in, a, in the case of Rogue One, which is just a standalone. You know, in a one-off, I'm sure it's it's much easier to pull off. You don't have to be steeped in all kinds of lore. There's other people around that can do that. Uh, so uh, bringing Gilroy in to me is is good news. It's encouraging news. Um, and there, there was even talk going around um, from people in the know that uh, that the casting Andor series maybe was, was about to have its plug pulled, like they were going to kill it. And so it's, it seems like Tony Gil- Gilroy coming into the scene literally maybe saved the project. That's, that's my spin on it. Maybe it's that's totally wrong. But it sounds like Gilroy coming in uh, brought resuscitated this project. And it, it, it's interesting because, you know, when you ask uh, fans, like, who would you like to see come back to do Star Wars? A lot of people say, like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see Gareth Edwards do it again. And I always kind of scratch my head. And this is not really a, a swipe at Gareth Edwards, although it will probably sound like one, but... He if, if he if he needed a lot of help to get Rogue One finished, I don't know that I need to see him back behind the camera on a Star Wars project. You know, maybe, let's just consider Rogue One a victory all around and say thanks for your work, Gareth. We'll talk to you again some other time. Like I don't know if he's had any input at all on this uh, Cassian Andor series, but it sounds like Tony Gilroy is the guy you you would probably rather have. So. Yeah, I'm encouraged. Good news for me, as far as I'm concerned, with with this move. Because this project was, for me, at the bottom of the list of projects that uh, excited me in terms of uh, officially greenlit things. It's, it still is there, to be honest with you, but I'm much more encouraged now by the news that he is, he is taking part. New to Medicare? Go to MyHealthPolicy.com. With MyHealthPolicy.com, you can compare plans from some of the nation's top insurers. Start now to find a plan and apply online. MyHealthPolicy.com makes it easy to find a Medicare Advantage plan in your area, including plans for $0 a month in plan premiums, low out-of-pocket costs, and expansive provider networks. My decision, my Medicare. MyHealthPolicy.com And now it's time. I know you guys have probably skipped to this point anyway, rather than listen to me blather, but it is time to get to the Rise of Skywalker trailer. It's time to bring in Corey and Carlos. Boys, welcome back. How's it going, guys? Pretty good, you? Oh, man. <laughs> a little, a little yeah. bit clamped over here. Yeah, that was that was crazy, man. You talking about your hockey game again? everything the whole night like it's late now so i've been i'm like way into my drinking already so i i can tell uh, i can tell yeah 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 let's 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 get this show on the road but that that trailer was straight fire man (laughs) oh man it's left us um yeah it's got got us asking some questions thinking some things let's uh let's let's get to it man but 
first off, I think it's it's only fitting that it they do this now. And in hindsight, it was probably obvious all along. But releasing this on Carrie Fisher's birthday, it's it seems really appropriate at this point. Every week for the seemingly last several weeks, we're going. This is it. This is the week. Now this 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 felt like the right week. It's Carrie Fisher's birthday today. Perfect. Absolutely. Perfect. Yeah. I think the trailer's a failure because best trailer she, ever. Because she didn't even have a single line in it. She did. What? She did. Really? Corey's yep. Corey really has been drinking. Yeah. She did have a line in it. Are you sure about that? Hundred percent. All right. Well, if you let's... didn't catch it. Two hundred percent. Let's. Uh, what do you say? We uh, shall we watch the trailer? Cue it up, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, those sounds. Just crickets. Endor. Yes. An instinct. You can tell by the ferns. Oh, jump. Yeah, that training, man. She trains. She trains, which makes everything possible. You're talking right over Finn. The Force brought them together, Corey. That's big. That is huge. This is a big Dominic gathering. Monahan? Rose, come on. Oh, that Tanta 4. Or Corvette, whatever you want to call it. It's maybe not the Tanta 4. Oh, this is great. Oh, what a shot. That's a, yeah. That is a great shot. Look at oh, this. You all don't oh, plant me, but he does. Planet Iceberg? That yeah, looks that's like, good, too. That's Kajimi. <laughs> Palpy's throne straight yeah, out of Macquarie. Game, Game of Thrones, man. See, I don't really, see this is a JJ thing. I'm not happy. <laughs> what a trailer, man. Is that a B-Wing? Like a modified B-Wing? Oh, that's a... So, here's a boy through... Here's yeah. boy Carlos. Yeah, room, room the trailer. My friends. Heartbreaking. R2. R2, yes. It's about damn time. Yeah, yeah. and he's in shape too. That's what I like. Fear. It's the destiny of a Jedi. I love those turmeric bombs in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> look, at, look at this. Look at that. Yeah. So good. Ooh, everything. Inside. Oh, that's inside. The, it looks like they're in Cloud City. A little bit, yeah. It looked like they were inside Carlos' ship. Here he comes. Here he comes. There he is. I saw his hood. You know you saw it. Yeah, it's a vision, though. I don't think he's in there. Oh, he's there. This is his final. Uh, this is Pièce de Résistance, man. Whew. My goodness. Well. <laughs> Best trailer ever. I mean, that's settled. Let's all go ever, home. Ever, let's ever. let's ever. all go home, everybody. <laughs> that's a, that. <laughs> wow. That was heavy. That's a, no, that's, that's a fantastic trailer if I've ever seen one. And look again, like we don't know that this tells us no story. You guys, can you guys tell me what the story is based on this? Oh, uh, it comes. To, I, I can. No, you can't. For some things, some no. things like basically that rebel fleet, it seems like it's in the same. It almost looks as if the final battle is going to take place in a maelstrom or the eye of the storm. Like even like uh, from like 
a metaphorical sense like that makes sense but like where the star uh, destroyers were and this fleet it looks like they're coming head on and it looks like from the first trailer where finn's looking at that fleet like it looks like that could be the same scene in that final battle yeah but that's not the story <laughs> that's not the story i mean it's a valid well, observation but we don't I like, think the story is starting to become evident where in the sense that, you know, we see Palpatine saying, you know, finally, it almost looks like the culmination of his plan coming together. Uh, like I've baited you all like I've waited so long. Now you've all come together and I can crush you all and finally stomp you out. And it almost looks as if I mean, they almost did they dare to go so far in the sense that like it looks like Kylo's almost realizing that where you see that scene of him almost rejecting what he was. Well, let's 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 shall we go through the trailer here bit by bit? Yeah, this is what they call the Lucasfilm logo. And we see this at the (laughs) beginning of most Star Wars films, if not all. And uh, long may that tradition continue. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Uh, Ray. Ray is. Uh, this is what I, I imagine to be Endor, if I had to yeah. guess. The fern. It look, you, like the ferns give it away almost. For sure. For sure. And then she she looks to be training. And then we get that cool uh, cut to her leaping across what I would also imagine to be uh, Death Star wreckage. Yeah. yeah I agree. Or, or uh, another Star Destroyer wreckage. Or yeah, and, possibly and, that too. And that it just it just lends to the, the fact that you know nothing comes easy. It's like okay, she's very talented in the force, but obviously this scene kind of relays to me that she's been training for this moment on Endor, and finally when it comes to be in action, she's ready. You know what I mean? It's like she's really putting her heart and soul into this thing. It's not just uh, you know like oh I'm good in the force. Like she's putting in the hours. Yeah, I think that was made evident in I think the uh, the D twenty three footage. She looked to be yeah, you're right in, in training mode. Training. So this that running through Endor, that to me looks looks like training. Yes. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> where's her training, man? Uh, but let's Did let's you not guys forget. Catch Leia. Oh, okay. Leia didn't speak. She did. Oh my god. You guys gotta watch it again if you didn't catch it. <laughs> anyway, um, how about that <laughs> fin, that Finn voiceover? I think it's important. So good. It's an instant. Very important. A feeling. The force brought us together. That is, first of all, I didn't expect Finn to kick off the trailer at all. Nope. I'd love to see the Vegas odds on that, but also the force brought us together. So either, either we're talking about something much bigger for Finn. Or he's just become a, like a dyed-in-the-wool force believer, and he he believes in this power that has a will and makes things happen. I don't know. I think uh, Jay Z planted those seeds in in the Force Awakens. Sure. We, I mean, we're still wondering how Finn awoke like that in a movie called The Force Awakens, and he's the first face we see in the TFA trailer. And uh, he also says, "We'll use the Force." And the guy who's always wrong about everything says, that's not how the force works. So it looks like, I mean, a lot of people were very upset with the amount of, or what was done with Finn 
in in the last jedi that he was just he just ran this side mission which you know people have their problems with canto bite it looks like he's gonna have a big hunk of this plot here which i'm down for because finn finn needs to bring this arc around for his first character well i just i just had written the notes during the speeches part that finn just gets it like he gets it uh i don't necessarily know if that means that he can use the force or has the ability to possibly use the force in the future. But regardless, he gets the fact that look, the extraordinary circumstances that brought Poe and I together to land here, do this, do that, meet you. It's all a part of a destined predetermined plan almost, you know, and he's starting to see that and having this year in between, maybe she's spoken to him about the force, you know, like he's someone that she can lean on. So maybe she's, kind of been like reading things to him trying to bounce ideas off him maybe but he either way he gets it like that's clear evidence it doesn't necessarily mean to me that he can be able to use the force or whatever but he he believes in the plan and the the force yep for sure uh moving on we do see finn with those quad quad binoculars <laughs> i don't know what they yeah are. they look like the it looks like the jaku quad jumper but in glasses form yep <laughs> Uh, uh, Poe, Poe with a little tremble in his voice as he rallies people to, to the fight. Oh, so good. Standing beneath what looks like the Tantabi 4. That's what it looks like. Or, yeah, one of those, uh, what do they call them? Like right Corvettes? Up, yeah, right up in the top left of that shot, you can see what looks like maybe where the escape pods are from A New Hope. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I, I got to imagine this is this is the that old Corellian Corvette. Where did this thing? I, I really want to know. I mean, if it's if it is the Tantive Four, I mean that that brings all kinds of questions up. But where did the well, Empire was, stash it, this thing? It was in the hull of the Devastator. Yeah, we know that for a fact. We just don't know what happened to the Devastator. That's that's the question. True. Not really sure what happens to it after that. Maybe there's an answer. If anybody knows, please, please inform us. <laughs> then we have, we have another shot with uh, some resistance fighters milling about, but we get our first look at Dominic Monaghan in the background. There yeah, he is, out of focus, but also to the right. Suck it, haters. There's Rose. Yeah, Sand- beautiful. And sandwiched in between, there's there's uh, Billy Lord as uh, Cato Connicks, Lieutenant Cato Comics, Connicks, I believe. So that's great to see them together in this shot. We finally have some confirmation that Dominic Monaghan is here. Uh, what, and then the Tantive Four looks to be blasting off from the surface of Endor. I love these shots, but they're all they're all like Star Trekky. Uh, we're gonna get another shot later of the of the Star Destroyer coming up through oh. what seems to be like water and rubble. Yeah. Uh, it's it's very reminiscent of the Enterprise coming out of the water. I think we had talked about this uh, on another pod uh, for for another one of the trailer releases. Mm-hmm. Um, I, they they look stunning. They look great, but it doesn't feel as Star Wars as much as it does Star Trek to me. But that's you know just my initial my initial reaction. I think during the the course of the movie, I might feel differently, but oh, right I think now you will. it's just. <laughs> I think it's going to be such yeah. a sight to see that it's it's going to blow. I think it's going to blow our minds for sure. 
and then we cut to as that... long as it's not as long as it's not like a plot point of it having to come out. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, I mean it could be just this is how we do. Let's just wreck shit and it's just destroying whatever it, planet they're at. Yeah, if it's just an image and like okay, we're coming in through the atmosphere and we're they're hovering above the trees and that's what just one of the shots, then I'm I'm totally fine with it. But yeah, not if it's like a plot point, you know. Yeah, I mean, again, context is everything, execution is everything. We'll we'll see how that how it plays out, but whew, the shots in yeah. this trailer, man, they're just killing me. Uh yeah. the the high seas of Endor, the stormy seas and we see that that Death Star wreckage from uh the, the previous teaser from D23 and we've Do got Do you know that that's Endor? Endor? No. Are you really I'm, gonna... I'm 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 yes, I'm gonna, I'm just going to say it's Endor. With those ferns we saw at the, at the outset with this wreckage Come on, it's Endor. Plus, I mean, with the info that was in the Art of TFA book, where they specifically said that the movie started with Kira, at, that was Ray's name at the time, searching Endor, uh, Death Star wreckage at Endor. I'm sure JJ just went right back to that. But we see we see Ray standing out there with her saber ignited, and she's waiting. And what does she say? She says. Uh, no one knows me. Y'all don't know me. Every everybody everybody says they know me, but like you don't know me. Something to that effect. Nobody does. Nobody does. Except me. Except yeah, and she's she's almost like she's at with the statement like that, she's pushing everybody away. At this whole time she's been sort of looking for people to belong with. And in that moment it feels like she's pushing everybody away. And then who comes striding out from those waves? Another fantastic shot. Oh, that's my favorite shot of the trailer. That is a tremendous shot. A greasy looking Kylo soaking wet with his uh, saber, which he changes to a, re- a reverse grip. Yeah, he, he kind of turns it over and almost as if he's sheathing it. Um, as if as if to say, uh, I, I'm not coming to fight you type of thing. Well, we'd heard that there was right. some there was some uh, somebody in the Raylo community has said like, this this fighting that they're doing on the on this Death Star wreckage, Kylo is fighting defensively. These are defensive postures that Kylo has taken. Ray is going after him. Yeah, it's just foreplay. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, but that that kind of connects. This is Kylo maybe taking more of a defensive posture because I feel like at this point he's not out to kill her. Even though he said in the Last Jedi that I'll destroy you and her and all of it. He's probably obsessively looking for her, for one reason or another, in this movie. Just in the that's same the way that the important thing, the reason. For sure. I mean, we know that Vader was obsessively looking for Luke. I feel like Kylo is going to be definitely searching out Rey, for one reason or another. And we see at first, you know, when when this we saw this shot from uh, a little promo earlier in the day. And it, I don't know if this is just like an ice ball floating out in space, or is it an iceberg floating in a crystal clear sea? I don't know what yeah. this is. Yeah, yeah. My first reaction, yeah, my my first reaction is that wow, that looks like uh, an iceberg uh, on a still ocean. But the more I look at it, like the reflections the more, don't match. The reflections don't match, and it kind of it kind of reminds me of what Cloud City looks like when you're flying up to it. <laughs> There's like right, something. The reflections don't match, eh? No, well, they don't they match don't. at all. So to me, it's it's uh, it's a hunk of, of ice floating through space. Yeah, oh, like a comet. That's basically a comet. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. I mean, this. I I imagine this is what uh, what will be known as Kijimi, 
you can see the, uh, on the edges of the of the structure of the planetoid that there are some lights. I'm, I I believe this is probably Kajimi. I don't know, but the First Order uh, Special Forces Tie Fighters are they're looking sick. On mass storming, looks like looks like they have found our pals at Kajimi and probably uh, not here to make friends. The First Order. Here comes the parade. And then we oh look at this throne. Yeah, this is straight Total Game of Thrones. No, this is this is straight out of Macquarie '83 Return of the Jedi concept art. Absolutely, wow. that's exactly where that comes from. So where where is this throne? Because we never see it before. It's supposed to be on the Death Star, no? No, but but it doesn't matter where it was supposed to be. Where is this? This is not because the Death Star. This is somewhere no. else. This is wherever Palpatine has been hiding out, regathering. So himself. it looks like he's either in a cave or he's in the world between worlds, or another planet that we haven't met yet. But how does he get there? Mm. Unless it's not a force vision or I don't know, man. It's really weird to me. Like, why would this looks like the the throne that he would have? It looks like it's it's the throne to me that like he's aspiring to. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It's the throne that he would have put in the in the Death Star uh, if uh, he didn't care what people thought about him. Like, this is the id throne like to me it's like the throne he's been aspiring to the whole time and his plans finally coming to like a fruition and he's like finally like i'm gonna get to sit on my throne kind of you know there's no one sitting in it right now but like you hear his voice so it's obviously uh you can't be far away obviously same kind of link yeah you wonder if he's at this point sort of still sort of ethereal maybe maybe some kind of spirit and he's waiting to be yeah, brought, back into, brought back yeah. into into physical form. That's this what, what I need. But that I is a cool it. looking throne. Bring me the black series of this. I don't know. Maybe it's like it's a vision that Kylo's having of what his throne could look like. Hmm, maybe. That could be that too. Star Destroyer, as you as you were talking about before, Carlos, breaking right through that. Is it is it smashing up Kajimi? Or is this something else? I don't know. But that's a that's a huge sight. This is going to be spectacular on a big screen. It's, it's a mix of of rock and maybe ice and water. I, I don't know what what they're coming up through, but it's definitely an imperial class star destroyer. The lighting uh, seems coming. to match what's going on at Kijimi. The color palette seems to match. Yeah. Maybe it's Palpatine's. <sighs> Who's to say? Oh, then this. Oh, oh man. We wondered where are where is the resistance going to get their help, and here is a shot of almost looks like thousands of of it's just a mix of of all kinds of ships. Some we recognize, some we don't. I think this is uh, this is JJ retconning the Last Jedi because they didn't come at the end of the Last Jedi, <laughs> and it was a cinematic failure, so he wanted to reverse it. Oh, dude, you know where you have it framed right now. Like look directly on top of that. That's not supposed to be the ghost. That one, right? Is it? Yeah, the ghost is actually kind of like to the left of the radar dish. Yeah, the ghost is over here. This is Sorry, riveting so for people who be? can't see what we're talking about. What we're looking at, you know what that could be? What's uh? It could be the. This could be the shadow caster. Yes, the shadow caster. Which would be funny because I mean, 
we're getting the ghost. It's got to be the ghost. I mean, if you're going to put a VCX 100 that close up into the foreground, yeah. If you're not, if it's going to be just random VCX 100, that's that's cruel. <laughs> that's that just, is that's cruel. Just, that's just mean. Yeah, there's no other freighter that deserves to be beside the Falcon other than the Ghost. And right behind that, the Shadowcaster. And I, well, I wonder who is God, who's flying that ghost? Is it is the old lady Hera? Or is it gonna be Jason Sindula or somebody yeah. else altogether? Ezra. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think he'd be in that, that part no. of the battle if he, no, if he was obviously. still around. But yeah, Jason but Jason no, Sindula could be I in just the- that that the uh, the the shadowcaster because I had seen the VCX one hundred you know but that really does look like the shadowcaster beside it. Well, there's a there's a, a Twitter thread out there, uh, some dude who's really adept at uh, calling out ship night ship names, just identified all kinds of ships. Well, like what model they are. There's there's a Hammerhead Corvette in here. There's a, I saw it. I mean, this is this is fantastic stuff. And it, there's another shot. If this one down here, I think that is Han Solo's freighter from The Force Awakens, the Aravana. The Aravana? Yeah. No idea what this would be doing. Like, who's driving that at this point? (laughs) Who who cares? I guess who cares? I mean, it's fun. Whatever. It's a freighter, man. Like, that's got a lot of room, man. Like, all kinds of ships can pour out of that one ship. Well, yeah, that's another thing. I mean, I'm sure there's fighters in the mix here that we just can't see because of the scale of the shot. But at some some point, you would think some of these larger ships will release their hold of actual fighters. Right. And it's just like for, for all the, you know, the big freighters and, and capital ships, it's going to be swarming with X wings and this type of ship and that type of ship. I hope we see an uh, N1 Naboo fighter among the mix there. That would be pretty special. Some people saying they, they've seen the, uh, uh, the Colossus in this mix. I don't make that out. I can't see it. Oh, I saw uh, some big ships too. I saw some ships that were kind of more uh, vertical than horizontal, but it's not. I looked at comparative images, and it's not that. Like, look at the far right of our screen right now. That's just not it. No, that this is a Nebulon class ship. This is like medical frigate type thing. We also see an uh, U-wing. Yeah, there's uh, a U-wing the... down there. Freaking gorgeous! I love the U-wing. Wow. I mean, but again, is, this, this shot, like, look at the way space is looking here. Does this not look like a comparative image to the reverse of what we're seeing with the Star Destroyers? Like, when we first see the Star Destroyers, like, maybe Finn is looking at one of these cockpits, probably oh, I would think the Millennium Finn, Falcon. Uh, well, in that D23 footage where we see Finn and Janna looking at a window, they're not aboard the Falcon. The cockpit seems to be very, very different. Mm-hmm. It's a way different layout. So Finn and Janna might be on on some other ship. Maybe the Ghost. But either way, it looks like the same thing. You know what I mean? Like it looks like them coming out of hyperspace first. Oh, almost. for sure. Yeah. Like... This this all looks like. I mean, this. I mean, obviously, this. I would say that given the scale, I would say this is the final battle. And almost like again, it almost looks like it takes place in the eye of a storm. You know, like it's all ah. Well, I mean, you would think that, you know, from where we sit looking at this shot, we are where that massive fleet of Star Destroyers are hanging out, where they're racked up orderly, looking all Imperial, ready to go. Here's this ragtag fleet of mercenaries and resistance fighters and who else? Hondo. Maybe Hondo and pirates, Maz and some pirates. Who knows? I mean, I'm going to say all of the above. They're all here, man. It's 
it's the galaxy. It's the galaxy standing up against the First Order. Yep, that's what that's that's what basically Star Wars is, right? And they're all they're all disorganized, and there's there's no formation to this. This is just chaos. <laughs> it's like someone loaded up all the shot all these ships into a shotgun and just fired it off like buckshot. But it would it would look intimidating if you're you're the First Order and you barely have any type of like resistance uh over the last year like that i'm sure that's like okay what are we in for right now yeah well i think what you know what's cool about a a thing like this is you know it looks like they're they're gonna put in a bunch of fan service type stuff little like the, the the really cool stuff that they fed into rogue one with with gold leader and and red leader uh Solo has has some really great Easter eggs as well. It feels like that people who consume a lot of books and comics, they're going to get a bunch of payoffs here. They're going to notice a bunch of little things that will pay obviously like pay off here in the end, which is going to be super cool to see. Uh, and yeah, and that would probably go a long way. I think people who weren't happy with previous entries in the saga, like who who are. Yeah, they're here for validation, to have their headcanon validated. This kind of thing will go a long way. You know what I love about the shot we're looking at right now in the cockpit of the Falcon? It's is just the, it's two uh, seconds before 3PO comes in? No, well, yeah, that too, <laughs> but it's the tri- it's the uh, the triangulation, the, 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 the binary beacon. Was that uh, the... going to say post scarf. No, like Ray, Ray put the binary beacon on the, the dash of the Falcon uh, as yeah, opposed to Han having the, the dice hanging from the from the cockpit. I kind of like that. That's almost claiming of the Falcon. You're talking about this well, here? If you look at it, yeah. yeah. No, this, it that's, not, that's not that. This is this was there. This is almost... Think of this blue thing as some sort of jug filled with some kind of blue fluid. You see this? This is there in The Force Awakens. It is? Yeah. It's all. It's there. You in previous movies, you see sort of a port for for whatever is plugged into that slot. I don't know what it is. It's almost maybe it's like liquid Schwartz or something. But you do see this this blue can of blue something or other in in oh, the Force Awakens. The, I thought it was the binary homing beacon from the Last Jedi. Yeah, people were talking about uh, this thing today, saying, "Oh, this is this is new." They th- people were talking about how this would be like. Uh, Almost like a compass of sorts. Yeah, that's what I would think of it. Like an old school uh, space pirate's way of navigating and through the stars, you know? No, sorry, guys. It's been there since TFA. <laughs> yeah. Womp, womp, womp. Womp, womp. Uh, some cool shots again. Ray and Kylo duking it out on the Death Star structure. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. There's, an ex- there's a shot in space. Something rather massive just exploding but there's we can't i can't make that out for the life of me of what that is and it's done in space that's that's not in space it looks like he's hovering over water no it's 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 uh it's shots that are laid one on top of the other yeah yeah i'm there that's that's a a better shot yeah something just exploding i don't know what that is is that kajimi going kaboom what is going on there Where's the kaboom? Shit. Where's the earth shattering kaboom? <laughs> That's awesome. And then this this water speeder, they are obviously heading out to the wreckage of the Death Star. 
But what is so that? dramatic, man? That uh, are they gonna make it over the waterfall? Yeah, I, I, I want to know where this they came fell. from. I want to know where this little ship came from. Well, obviously they're gonna make it to the Death Star. It's oh yeah, but it's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be like, are we really gonna make it, Kyle? Is that like I don't know. Let's fall up? over the edge first and find out. Oh my god, it's <laughs> weird. I just, I find the ship extremely weird. It is kind of weird. It looks like it's got some X-wing engines strapped to the back. Yeah, the side like almost a, looks B-wingish. Yeah, it's like a B-wing, X-wing. Maybe it's a Q-wing. I don't know. I, I wonder where this thing came from. Because it just Ray's gonna be like, I can build a ship. It definitely looks bastardized. Like it, lo- it looks like it's been like put together from scraps. Oh, it's yeah, so it it's, like it's, it's very very resistant. For a wing. Maybe the Ewoks helped them build it. <laughs> There's my boy. Oh, here we go. Babu Frick working on the back of 3PO's wires and his head. Yeah, this can be nuts. This was what you, This I mean, is what I think this things, is what I man. think is happening here. This is what I think is happening here. They're using 3PO's neural matrix and they're plugging it into the Falcon. No, you know what I think it is? I think that he is like Babu Frick's rewiring him, so he's gonna be able to read like ancient Sith texts. And once he does, like, there's no coming back, kind of. You know what I mean? There's definitely no coming back for what's happening. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean that that line. Take, taking one last look at my friends. Like, good lord, that that was heart wrenching, man. And it's not said with like the typical three PO. Um, yeah, like feel sorry for me. Yeah, like, like, he didn't say it with any worry. He didn't say it with any type of regret or sorrow or fear. He said it was happiness. You're right. It's well, like, remember, it was, I, it was, it's Anthony Daniels saying it really in that trailer. At, it's not at the end, at the end of A New Hope. He actually says, I'll gladly donate any of my parts for R2. Mm-hmm. And this may be him donating some of his parts to help save the Falcon. I think oh. this is that's what's going on. It's a good it's a good theory. It's possible, but he it's definitely self sacrifice, which is a good reason why you love him so much, Carlos. Yeah. But uh, it's a noble thing. Would have been better fifty years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think this is this is going to be an emotional moment. I think in the film for sure. Just to see three PO just go out like this. Yeah. I mean, do we do we really think he's there. do we really think he's going to go out like this? I don't know. I, I, I have the feeling like the way it's the tonality of it. It's like a I'm OK with going out kind of tonality. And it's like I said, just a second ago, it's Anthony Daniels really saying it to me when I hear it like that. It's like him saying goodbye to the saga. Oh, man, I have a hard time believing that this is the way he goes out. Like these 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 droids were initially kind of brought in as our guide to the to the to the saga. It just well, seems, it seems weird Sith, to me that man, he'll be. Once once you program into the Sith, uh, I feel like you're rotten to the core almost, you know? There's no coming back. Unless they find a way to bring him back. He is a computer after all. You're right. You're right. Maybe that will be the happy ending where it's like, oh, 3PO's back. Right in time for the Force Ghost Jamboree. <laughs> Jeez. Don't say those words. <laughs> Finally getting a look at R2 here alongside 3PO, almost beeping with joy that 3PO is going to be shut down. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it's about time. Get this guy out of my life. He's, like, he's, like, he's the sole inheritor of his will. I'm so happy, though, to see R2 in the, like, the, that bubbly, bouncy mood. 
yeah, for, uh, yeah, that's a, this that's been a long time coming, man. Yeah, that's let's, true. Let's hope He's that been continues. All bummed. Absolutely. This Christmas, that's where we are in the trailer. This Christmas, and I love how the music picks up at this point. Yeah, yeah, so good. The paintball and, through the, and it's not it's not ominous like the 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 first teaser trailer was. No, the music is almost like buoyant and uplifting in this, Ce- in this one. It's celebratory. Yeah. yeah. As it should be. Even you know what's creepy about this? Even um, just going back a bit, the music coinciding with uh, Palpatine's narration is buoyant. Like you said, it's like him. It's orchestral the way he's just like you coming together. The way he says it, it's like a beautiful thing for him. Why don't you and wait you till see- we get there? I don't know. <laughs> so, like, there are they in the hallway of. Like, uh, is that a Star Destroyer hallway? Or... I think I would think so. This is, yeah, that's first order design. Just what is it? Is it a base? Is it a Star Destroyer? Yeah. Because it kind of has a little bit of that Death Star with the lighting, the way the lights in those panels. Yeah, that's that was one, like that. Those pill shaped lights is one of those signature things that they carried over Empire yeah. to First Order. It's almost interchangeable it's nice at this point. Them, it's nice to see them like tearing it up, though, like thin. Yeah, Finn After and Poe with Chewie like, charging down. Oh, cool. Is that a yeah? F- Finn is the man. Like he's like a, a big jet, time into jetpack like, trooper on stuff. the ground. Yeah, that's a first order stormtrooper. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, and we get that recycled shot of Leia and Ray hugging. Yeah, never, never a bad moment to see that. Uh, BB-8 setting off his turmeric bomb. You know. <laughs> Carlos, you can attest to the power of turmeric and black pepper in these, you know, these these cold fall months that are coming. A lot of sickness is going to set in. BBA's just trying yeah. to do his part to keep keep people healthy. You just reminded me. I need to I need to make myself some more. <laughs> so now here's three PO again. So is this not to say that a trailer is necessarily chronological, but is three PO in an altered state here? No. Just no, be- I feel like this, they're on their way to get the information, okay, to get whatever 3PO needs to translate to progress into the last stage of the film. So you think this is before before that, that Babu Frick thing? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 100%. Like, they're on their way to go get something, and it's going to be integral to 3PO's part as well. And then we've also got... There's also Luke voice over here talking to Ray about you know, a Jedi's destiny being about confronting fear. Beautiful. So good. So good. And then we get this shot. Oh man, this the space battle shots just these these yeah, these that, really that send me, man. man. Spinning is a good trick. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is that is that the the red and white it must Y Wing? I wonder if that's Zori Bliss's Y Wing. Yeah, that's what I was asking earlier. There's that ven- the ventral cannon strapped yeah. to the underneath of that Imperial Star Destroyer, and she's taking them out like nothing. Well, did she, did it? T- did she take it out? She's attacking it. Oh, she's if gonna that, take it out if that's her. Is that it? Is it really? Look at that! It's a dead shot. Look at that! Look at that image! Bum, 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 bum. She's taking that's... it out. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> this shot here. Just blew Look, my mind. This is on the deck that, of a that, skin, that looks like a unicorn. 
we've, we saw these these I forget what these animals are called now, but we saw them like over well over a year ago. Pretty much, yeah. And we we saw Clydesdales. Oh man, I kept calling them Kybucks, but that's from the Clone Wars series. These ones I forget. They're just they're they're the space horses of this movie. They look fantastic, but my God, it's just in your life did you ever think you would see our heroes on space horses running across the deck of a star destroyer, stampeding like this? And look at BB-8 go. Yeah, he's rolling. Yeah, that's awesome. They're rolling towards the fight. Like it's I don't know, man. I'm it's kind the of final charge. This is man. so exciting, man. The ground assault. Yeah. Yeah. This is so this good. is going to shape up just like Return of the Jedi. We're going to have a ground a ground battle. Uh, a Jedi battle and this this space battle, or maybe the I don't know. I guess we didn't see much much ground battle, so maybe there's just two fronts to the battle. But you know what I would have accepted here? Something I'm, I I don't typically like, but if we had seen R two with his jets on, his little booster jets flying alongside, I think I would have fist pumped. I think. What about f- Chopper? Chopper oh. is can stay aboard the Ghost where he belongs. Okay. Namaste. <laughs> and now we get we we go. The story lives forever, and we get a, a shot of Kylo and Rey standing face to face in the throne room. In the throne room, what looks to be the throne room of Death Star Two. Yeah, so good. Ben. And again, again, oh. she's looks like she wants a piece of him. In a, her in her lightsaber's a, ignited, and his isn't. Yeah, that's it. He's like, let's just talk. <laughs> like, can we talk? <laughs> I mean, can we talk for a sec. That's exactly what this is. I mean, everything that we've seen so far points to the fact that he is not aggressively after her. Despite what he said in The Last Jedi. Something changed. Something changed with Kylo, and we don't know what it is. Like, I don't know if it's Leia's death. You know what it is? It's if he comes to the realization that uh, Palpatine has been baiting all of them all this time, he's going to be like, I've been a complete idiot like palpatine has been playing this and it seems like he's come to the bottom of it of it where palps has been playing the long game and he's like i've been used i've betrayed everyone i've ever loved you know what i mean but if he comes to the realization that he's been used uh i i'm sure it will come when he's not the one that's gonna be the the supreme leader when it's really like palpatine's like Oh, I'm gonna crush everything now. Yeah, like Kylo could like, have like a, a a what have I done moment. I'm not the supreme leader at all. I've been I've been played. I've been duped. I don't know if this moment is is him at that state, or if he's still sort of if this is still Kylo Ren saying, "Ray, let's figure it out." <laughs> you you have to come with me. And of course, he you know whether Palpatine is is involved at this point. Ah, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I want to know, but I don't want to know. But one one thing is for sure is that he's not trying to kill her, despite what what he what he said in the Last Jedi. He's not trying to kill her. All right, moving along. This is also what is going on here. Ray and Kylo aboard this. It's, it looks like the stark white interior of what you almost think it's Cloud City esque. But again, you see yeah, those yeah. pill-shaped lights. So this is imperial. This yeah, looks, it looks like, uh, from what I've heard, Kylo's interior of his ship was very white. Yeah, this must be. I got to imagine maybe is this Kylo Ren, the interior of Kylo's shuttle? Does he have a bigger ship in this movie? Because but guys, look to the right where, where there's buildings there. 
is that are those is that an exterior of a building or is that some or is that just instrumentation gear inside the ship i can't tell Oof, but you're right i don't know it, it looks like it a looks building. like yeah it looks like cloud city but not when the sun's setting <laughs> you're right i mean that does look outside it looks cloud city-ish but you know this definitely is pill imperial they're on that iceberg but look this shape here which again is riveting for people listening but if you if you look at the shot where ray and kylo smash uh that thing which again this here is vader's helmet Right in yeah, the center. You see it clearly. So this, you're, this is probably some. This has got to be the interior of a Kylo Ren ship or shrine of some kind. Yeah, I agree. This is where he keeps his this because Vader's helmet was resting atop some sort of pedestal or podium, and him and Ray have smashed it. Yeah, but you know what? This is where the thing. Like, I don't know. Does the general audience see them smashing it together, or is it a result of them like fighting and? kind of just clashing and it happening by accident like to me it seems evident that it's intentional yeah no i think this was them putting vader to bed or whatever spirit or whatever inspiration kylo was taking from the helmet ray has convinced him you don't need this thing anymore let's be rid of this and they smash it together but you know what one thing that confuses me is they're all over the place in this movie like I, I want to, like we know that these guys can now bridge minds and show up in different places and, and like almost share environments even though they're not in the same place. Somewhere along the way here, like they're gonna they're gonna follow through with that as JJ or yeah JJ has alluded to that they've taken the elements that Ryan brought into those that relationship and expanded upon it. And the the art of of Rise of Skywalker book also kind of alludes to these two being in the same place while not being in the same place. Yes. So somewhere, one of these shots that we've seen in this trailer, I'm sure either Ray or Kylo are not, not actually there. there. Yeah, I agree. So I wonder if Ray is actually not here in this scene, and although she's there, this scene, she's not this, physically there. But I she's physically this there, like... but not actually really there. She's forced okay. there. <laughs> you think it, it's it, uh, it's like that a force connection where they where they touched hands? Yeah, maybe. I'm, that's that's kind of what I, somewhere in this trailer we've I don't know where I can't put my finger on it but we've seen that I'm I, sure I that. also can't get past that display screen in the middle right between them kind of looks like Vader's castle yeah and there's <laughs> this element right up here almost looks like reminiscent of shapes that you know like Vader's little uh his pod yeah the incubator yeah, his pod yeah yeah that's a very very that's what leads me to believe shape. it's Kylo's shuttle. I heard the whites, pristine. It's well, it's I mean, the we, helmet. We've, we've never <laughs> seen an Imperial ship with this stark white interior. You know, it's they're always dark gray, black interior. This is just bright white, Tantive Four, bright white. And then we get another shot of the resistance army on those horses storming the deck of that star destroyer. So this, I mean, initially, if you thought that, uh, you know, if this was outer space, I guess you'd be wrong unless people in star Wars have suddenly learned how to breathe in outer space without masks. So this must be in atmosphere somewhere. Good luck figuring that out guys. (laughs) Where is this? If that's the utopia planitia fleet yards, I'm going to lose my shit. That's where they build the uh, the fleet in Star Trek. 
Oh, JJ's really world between worldsing this thing. Or maybe he just got confused. Now, what's, look at this guy over here on the left of this shot. He's just, what is this guy just doing oafing it over here? I don't know. Get in the fight, Jan, buddy. Get in there. Looks like he's riding a, like a, a miniature bantha. He's like, yeah, it does a bit. He's like, he's like that, that hockey player that just sort of floats. There's a scrum in the corner. And this is, that's the one guy who won't get involved. I don't yeah. want an elbow in the mouth. Get in there, you. Well, you know what? It's crazy. Like, if you backtrack one second there, like, you got people on ships. So they're obviously not in space. No, they're not. Like, they, they're, they're in atmosphere somewhere. But where? And oh, the storm, that's just, ah, the lightning and stuff is so, I don't know, climactic. And there's, a, there's a shot of Finn and Poe. Poe with his blaster drawn, and he's got it leveled at somebody. 3PO looking on in amazement at the back. They're in a cave. It looks Pasana-ish. I wonder if what? the other side, what they're staring at is, is Kylo Ren, who's kind of, again, tracked them down and said, I don't want to fight you guys. I want Rey. Let's go. Not only that, like I really like the way this trailer is uh, aimed Finn and Poe or brought them to the fore throughout. You know, like, they really seem to be the leaders of this resistance and they're making that evident in this trailer to me. Yeah, for he's sure. saying Ray there. He's yelling for Ray again. Yeah, we skipped this one before. Going back to the wreckage on the Death Star, we've got Finn once again. Like he's so that outside walkway where Kylo and Ray were duking it out on the Death Star, Finn is running full tilt towards Ray, and he very much like he does in Force Awakens, where Kylo takes her. He's screaming Ray, and she'll probably leave with him. You think? You think she leaves with Kylo again? Yeah, they got to figure it out on them on their own. And leave the others to do the Aaron ground battle. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she's willingly. Maybe she willingly stops fighting and says, "All right, you've convinced me, Kylo. Let's go. I'll go with you. Whatever it is you want to do, let's just get this over with." I'm trying to get back to one of these shots with the uh, the lightning because mm. it looked like the lightning. I'm not going to be able to get it right back on that second. There. There it yep. is. There it's indistinguishable, but there was an, another part of it where it looked like it looks like the lightning is coming from below instead of coming from up. Hmm. hmm. It's a weird it's it's so it, odd. It is I don't odd. know where I mean, they are. And and this is where we get fall into the rabbit hole of over and again like look we're not even over like look it looks like these people are riding the horseback these animals and they're on top of a star destroyer oh this is i mean this, either, is, this is mind-bending man i've it's either they've taken control of the star destroyers or they're leading the attack on guys i'm getting more and more of a feeling that they're they're going to go in the world between worlds mm, god i hope not yeah, I don't. I don't think it's gonna happen in this. Maybe to explain Palpatine, but not the main storyline. I think if they go there, it's just it's gonna be kept to Kylo and Rey, and it won't even be ever be referred to as World Between Worlds. It'll just be left to us to interpret it as that. 
I don't yeah. this the just this image of them attacking on the top of a of a star destroyer and lightning coming from below and there are they in space? Look, right in the I, middle like, too. It looks like there's TIE fires flying around. There's definitely a TIE Diger there. Yep. It's, it's everything's here, man. <laughs> there's B Wings yeah. out there, there's there's Imperial TIEs out there, there's TIE daggers out there. This is complete madness. And say what you will about the Disney era Star Wars movies. It is they have these movies have given us things we never thought we'd ever see. Just seeing these this these space horses on the exterior deck of a of a star destroyer, never in my life would I would think to see this. I played a well, I played a level in Battlefront 2 where there's a battle in atmosphere. I think it's actually on Jakku, and you kind of run your your ship. Uh, you get dropped off sort of on the deck of a Star Destroyer, much like this, and you have to make your way in to take down the ship. When I was playing that, I'm like, cool, this is a cool video game idea. To see it on this scale in a movie is just blowing my brains apart. Well, they did it season three of the episode uh, of Rebels, the end season finale. Yeah, that's true. But it was in space. Yeah, that was in space. And it wasn't to this scale. It wasn't anything close. You had a few Mandos. You had Sabine and Ezra. It wasn't this. No. So we got a shot of Kylo here. Barely a scar. What a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Don't. I have no clue where he is or what he's up to. He's looking. It's very reminiscent of the uh, uh, carbon freezing chamber. Yeah, a little bit. Go ahead, Carlos. I was going to say, do you guys remember the um, deleted scenes from uh, Empire Strikes Back where Leia t- actually talks about Luke and how the Bacta is really healing his scars and in a couple of days they'll be completely gone? Yeah, I mean, medical technology in Star Wars works wonders. Yeah, so get off the scar, Corey. It's, it's nope. t- Corey, let the past die. L- just leave, so... leave, <sighs> leave the scar alone. Maybe so, Adam Driver put in his contract. Kylo, I don't want to sit there for makeup for this scar. I don't want to. He just, uh, he's been keeping, Kylo has been keeping with his skin regimen. <laughs> I'm going to keep on top of this thing. <laughs> and we've got uh, Palpatine's final voice over here. He's kind of taunting them, right? You can see him there. He's in physical form, bro. Yeah, there he yeah. is. You see the silhouette of that hood. Yeah, yeah, he's sitting version. on some kind of throne. It doesn't. I don't know that it appears to. Be, I don't know if it's his throne, the one that we saw, the Macquarie one, with with all those thorns sticking out the side. No, that looks like a, a hovering throne. Like this looks more so, mechanical. You see some yeah. lights and wires, and you wonder what this is all about. Yeah, maybe it's a. Yeah, maybe. Well, maybe he's. Maybe, pl- maybe it's a breathing thing. Maybe he has to. He has to be in there. As life support kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, not even like maybe it's more like uh, just a way of him transmitting his essence. I don't know, but it, it kind of looks like a a force cave vision type of thing a little. It definitely looks like, like put it this way, if he is in the real, he's definitely on some kind of life support. And then he's well, he's taunting them, right? Saying uh, both of you coming here together will be your undoing. Oh, like that's it, man! Like bringing the whole fleet together, bringing all your causes together. Like I'm gonna stomp you out right now. Of course, and that, stomp you out. 
<laughs> that's where Kylo comes into play. I think where he's like, damn, this isn't what I really wanted. Like, I just wanted to rule. I didn't want everyone to be dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and this makes sense, right? This is this could be Palpatine's final plan. Again, gathering everybody in the same spot. It's all. It's everybody is here, and if he feels like he can win, like this is the moment to do it. Ray and Kylo are here. He's going to use them for, for something. If like the entire resistance, I mean, is this the scene of the final battle? I mean, the lighting again, the the lighting and the the the, the tone, the color palette, it's all the same. It's all black and blue. Yeah. yeah. Is this but, all but the same the, place? The, but the score is uplifting almost. So yeah, even Palpatine's speech. Imagine Palpatine's the good guy, where he's like, "This is what I wanted all along." I find, I, I, I find that hard to believe. I don't think getting tossed yeah. down a shaft at the Death Star was what he wanted all along. No, but like Ray and Kylo coming together and like creating this balance or whatever. Like, see, the plan's coming to fruition. Well, plan Plan B is coming to fruition. Oh man! And then there's this last shot of close up of Ray, her face. What do you call this look? Realization. Ooh dark side-ish or like balance i don't know like something where if you play it she actually kind of like subtly nods her head and moves her mouth a little little bit as if to say okay yeah yeah perfect title loss of innocence what loss of innocence like i I see it that like she's really like coming to terms with like a darkness Hmm. this looks like it's coming from again from the same place I mean, is she facing Palpatine here? Is this the moment where she gets help? Is this, is this where is this the moment of truth? I mean, it, where it, she finally gets her truth? Is she looking at looking across at light side Ben Solo at this point? Is that the look of finally you've come to your senses and you're here to help? I think uh, Luke is showing himself to her in this moment. And you can't really, yeah, maybe you can't really it's see. A, I think she's she's seeing a force ghost. I think that's that's what she's seeing, and she's scared. No, it just seems scared. She just seems like resigned to like, okay, good, okay, this is what this is what needs to happen. And I mean, if she's looking at force ghosts, she feels like she's not been abandoned for a change. Yeah, this whole the whole issue of abandonment with her that she's she's got forever. And, isn't the final bit of voiceover the force will be with you always isn't that from finn nope it's luke the force will be with you and leia says always that's where you guys were wrong where's leia speak she says always and it's beautiful Mm, maybe no listen to it again you'll hear it it's 200 percent certain 200% 200% certain. Is that even possible? Yes. Wow. So, all right. That's, that is the trailer. Kind of went through it there shot by shot. I think we did all right. That was fun, man. Honestly, like best trailer ever. Ever. Like I know I might've said it for the last Jedi. So yeah, Corey, this... do you think we're on the cusp of the best star Wars movie ever? Let me answer that for you. I really think it's likely. Uh, <laughs> yeah. All signs point to yes. It's probably um... very likely. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh my god, guys! <laughs> no, but honestly, like that was 
a well, well put together trailer. Like I'd say, like again, it was orchestral. The speeches at the beginning were so key. You start with Finn, Poe, Ray, Kylo, Palps. Like it's so telling a story there, and that unto itself was something. Like I had, we had short time to pre- prepare for this, but I was like, okay, I'm gonna write something down, you know. But the one time listening or watching this thing, I was just listening, and that alone was worth the price of admission. Palpatine in this thing, or Ian McDermott, just his voice is so he sounds perfect. Elated. He sounds so creepily Palpatine. Like, like, like he's gonna have an orgasm talking about ah. his plan. It's true. Listen to that thing, like like the trailer. It's it's true. He's so elated within his grand master plan or whatever it is. Like and it crescendos with the music when he's just like like saying his bit. There's there's only it one really point does. where I, f- I ever thought that way about Palpatine, and it's when he killed Mace Windu, and he's like, ah. <laughs> well, you know what, uh, Corey? You're uh, absolutely right. That definitely is Leia saying always. Yeah, she does, and it's beautiful. It broke Pisses my heart. Me off. Pisses me <laughs> off that you're right. <laughs> and it's Luke saying, the Force will be with you. And she yeah. finishes it, man. And it's like, oh my god, yeah, everything's full she, circle. It's because she's a force ghost at that point. Oh, maybe not. But either way, yeah, yeah, it's full yeah. circle. You get the whole crew. You you queue up two o two and press play, and and Luke says the force will be with you. Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, there's uh, with there, a shot, there's with a, a shot of Ray, a shot lingering on Ray's face. Luke and Leia. All I mean. Not that's, yeah. I'm, I'm not going to go as far as to say raise a Sky, uh, blood Skywalker, but she's definitely a Skywalker. You got Luke and Leia saying one. Rise Adopts, of Skywalker. Adopted. Yeah, in, in a film called Rise of Skywalker, and you've got Luke and Leia speaking over Ray's face like that. I mean, I think all signs point to something pretty significant here. Yeah. Wow. So any, that makes doesn't that like amp up the trailer for you when I heard oh, for that? Sure. I, I mean, was like. I was like, gulp, gulp. This trailer doesn't didn't need any help for me. <laughs> I mean, this trailer was riveting. I thought not. It was not what I expected. I thought this trailer would be a lot more um, ambiguous. No, no, the opposite. Like bombastic. I thought it was this was bombastic to me. Hold on, guys. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Tool, tool three, tool four. Luke says the force will be with you. Leia says always. The head nod that 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 Ray gives is so reminiscent of Luke Luke's head nod at the end of Return of the Jedi. When he nods to the Force Ghost? When he nods to the Force Ghost. I think that's exactly what she's doing. She's nodding to the Force Ghost. You know what it is? Oh, I see man. a saber in her left eye or her right eye or left eye on our side. It looks like there's a blue saber in her hand. Well, she's definitely holding a lightsaber. There's a glint. Yeah, you definitely see a her lightsaber reflecting in both of her eyes. Is it hers or a cross guard lightsaber? Look at that cross right in the middle of her eye. <gasps> no, that's just JJ's lens flare. 
Yeah, yeah. Slip. yeah pretty much. Like <laughs> sneak it in there somewhere. It's so beautiful. But no, I I, th- I thought this movie would be more of an, like an outreach to the jilted people out there, which I don't think they should do. I think you just go ahead and tell the honest truth of your story of your movie. Um, wow, that sounded weird. Um, but I thought this would be more about like here's like in your face action, two minutes of in your face action, without necessarily revealing too much. But instead, it was this was a really emotionally driven trailer. Oh yeah, with with action sprinkled in, no doubt. But I think it was Barely. it was it was the 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 trailers punctuated by uh, like gigantic scale shots and an intimate close ups like this on on and on the Ray. character character driven as well again like all the all the main characters have their little bit in it and it's absolutely beautiful it's completely full circle like three sixty it's a really well done trailer. So I'm I'm thoroughly completely encouraged by what I see here. Completely. I see I see with the voiceover for Finn, I see a, a more prominent role for him, which he needs. Uh, I, I, when I when I look at Poe giving that leadership speech, there's our leader. You know, if they're not yeah. going to include too much lay in this film, which will be sorry, but it looks like Poe Dameron is is now going to f- step up into those shoes and deliver that speech. And you, what's great about that performance in that little brief clip we saw is it feels like he's not ready, but he's doing it anyway. You know what I mean? Like he, he he sounds like he's acting the hell out of that moment. Somebody who does who's not quite ready to be the leader on this level, but he's doing. I feel it like Lando's have to. gonna have a Lando's gonna have a role to play there. You know what you, I mean? You when, see like, him in that shot. His tires. You see him that's in that it, shot. And he's like, just kind of sitting down, chilling. That's he, it, man. He's he's heckling he's, him. He's heckling him. That's what he's doing. I don't think so. I think he's gonna be on board <laughs> and be like, "Kid, you can do this." <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe. Carlos, does, does this uh, trailer encourage you? I like <laughs> watching. I like watching it. I, I like watching it. I best I, trailer ever. I, I don't know. It's uh, it has four hundred ninety-two thousand views on the Star Wars site, ninety-five thousand likes, eight point nine thousand dislikes. Wait, so, re- repeat those numbers. 95,000 people uh, thumbs up and 8.9 thousand thumbs down. Um, so there's uh, people who don't like it. Yeah, those, those are... F- well, like, uh, look, there are, there, there, there are shitbirds out there no matter what. And hey, look, nobody's, nobody here has to like it, really. And that's no metric either. YouTube, no one comments on YouTube's. Oh, are you kidding me? YouTube is just jammed. You want me to? You want me to start reading the fourteen thousand nine hundred sixty-two comments, Corey? Yeah, but no. no I'm sure the comment. I'm sure the comment section is is not nice. I'm, I'm gonna go check this out. I'm gonna get involved because that was literally. I honestly think it was. Even if it's not because it's Star Wars or whatever, like the way if you were to follow a certain movie to a certain degree, this trailer was extremely well put together. Like just the way it was choreographed from beginning to end. Again, having all these characters say their bit in a transition throughout. It's doesn't give you much, but it gives you just enough to just want it so bad. 
but everybody gets a little bit, you know? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a superbly well put together trailer, I think. But if, I agree. Again, people are people are allowed their opinions. If if they're if they've not, if they're not happy, they're not happy. Whatever. And you know, I do question the motivations <laughs> between uh, for, for yes. a lot of these people that they're just ah, I, I've already committed to hating this thing, so I'm going to continue. I'm going to go right down the hole. Yeah, some people are funny though. Like some guy wrote in quotations, "The saga will end," and then Anakin, liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about that for a sec. So, I mean, they they've been beating us over the head with that message. The saga will end. I mean, do we still? Tr- I, I I want to believe them. I need to believe them. I'm gonna I'm gonna give myself over to that and accept this episode nine as the end. In the back of my mind, I still feel like they're gonna open up the saga again, or at least bring some of these characters back in a new trilogy and just I brand it so differently. Different. I, I, I'm trying to just get myself into the mindset of this is the absolute end. And, and again, for, yeah. go ahead, Corey. Well, I'm just going to say like throughout the day, like over the past week or even longer, just, but it coming more and more to the fore in reality, this being the last Skywalker film, like today I was, you know, I was at oh, product, work. Productivity was zero. Let's just say it. Nobody, nobody who was at work at, on on a, on this Monday got much done. You know, well, except me. <laughs> and uh, but it was on my mind the whole day. Like it really was, and I was just wondering, and I just became anxious and excited, and it was such a beautiful thing. And even more so, the more I started thinking about it, I became emotional because this is it, man. Like, this is really it. Like, no matter what Star Wars comes henceforth, this is the end of what we know and not necessarily what we know, but the Skywalker saga where it all began. It's going to end. And to a certain degree, Star Wars is going to be very different moving forward. Mm-hmm. And it's emotional. To me, like when I really thought about it from that perspective, like this is it, man. That's all there is to it. Like, I'm not good with goodbyes, <laughs> and this is a goodbye. Three PO made it very clear. Well, I hope I hope they stick that landing, and I hope they stick to the word. I kind of, as much as I want to see Ray, Poe, Finn in future movies, deep down I think we will. On the surface, you're gonna carry I- your baby bro out of the theater, bro. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Get your own ass out of there. Um, but yeah, this is, it is kind of emotional. This is kind of the end. And I've spoke, I've, I've spoken out of both sides of my mouth at different times during this, this stretch where I've said, like, I'm not ready to let go of these, these characters yet. But at the same time, we need to get out of this era. Like it just, just the state of fandom, the state of Star Wars, it needs a bit of a clean slate. It needs a bit of a, a flushing in that aspect. So we do need to move on from the Skywalkers, I think, for the, for the for the franchise to really survive. They can't keep hacking away at the Skywalker story here. We got to close it up and move on and see what's on the other side for Star Wars. But man, what is trailer? <laughs> I, I watched this trailer and I, you know, I'm I'm trying to like, I'm of course I'm fully excited for what what we got and what's coming. I'm trying to think of like. What's got me worried at this point? And it's it's, it's not much. I'm not, I'm watching this going, boy, they, I'm really scared about this. Like, 
It just you, looks aren't like you about the whole like uh, Raylo thing. Yeah, I mean, I have my preference that it that we don't see them get down on screen. But I, I, I truly think this. And I've said you guys, you guys have heard me say this for a long time. I think JJ's going to have it, try and have it both ways. I think they're going to write an ending where, if you want to believe in like this cosmic love that the two will have, then that section of fandom will be happy. If you want to think, if you think that they can only be a ship if they're holding hands and kissing on screen, well, that may not happen in this movie. I, I don't think it will. And then that section of fans will be happy. I really think he's going to leave that very ambiguous and for better or worse, you know, I, I don't know if that's the smart way to do it because that's assuming that fandom is going to act like adults and, and discuss it rationally instead of yelling at each other of what the actual canon is. Uh, but they're going to leave us something to debate. And I think that might be it. That might be one of the things we, we end the saga de- debating and either. Maybe- you know what I really like about the, the end of the thing too? Is that they didn't put too much focus on the older stuff, like no, the the speeches were really uh, focused on the main characters. You know what I mean? They brought them to the fore, and it made me feel it. Like it made the sequel trilogy feel. Uh, it made it feel important. It made yes. it feel like it was finally standing on its own. Yes, and it, that's what it needed to do. Because you know, when we did our prediction episode, I was saying like I. God, I don't want them to lean on nostalgia. And of course, if they're going to put in a bunch of nostalgia through Star Destroyers and Millennium Falcons and locations, Death Star 2, Endor, here we go. But really, it feels like the new characters are 90% of this movie now. As it should be. I agree. Uh, all right, so we're we're done, man. That that oh God, this is gonna this is gonna have us talking and buzzing for for a while yet. Um, did you guys? A lot of theaters are doing these uh, Star Wars marathons, including including ours. Did you guys? Would you guys even consider that for a moment? Hundred <laughs> percent. Says Not the guy who's about night. to have. Says the guy who's about to bring a, a new baby into the world. Yeah, honey, I'm going to my disappear girlfriend. for a couple days. My girlfriend's awesome. I'm sure like, she is. At the end of a, like, I wouldn't ask to do this. In, I, if it's going to happen again, it's going to be maybe in 20 years from now when I'm 60. So I've earned it. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're going to have a crying baby at home. I've earned this marathon, lady. I'm going. It's never going to happen again. Like, what do you want me to say? Like, there's nothing of this magnitude. So is having this baby never going to happen again. (laughs) Okay, so it's one, two days. Wow. I'm a good dad, man. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I my wife, I show my wife, I show my wife the uh, the thumbnail for the uh, 21 hour, 27 hour marathon. And she, I just got like the, uh, the people's eyebrow. (laughs) No, you know what? You're not, you you ain't going anywhere. (laughs) You're not going to that. You know what it is? I can handle my own. So it's like my girl's big on like, well, you know what? I'm going to the spa for the weekend with the girls and you're going to be stuck with the baby. I'll be like, you know what? Like we're going to have a blast. Good Lord. Anyway, um, Corey is not going to be going to any marathons. Carlos, are you going to any marathons? Uh, not on opening night, but I, if, if they 
they do stuff like that the the week after that I'll probably I'll probably I think it's a one it it's, I think it's a one and done. Oh, then I guess that's a no then. Yeah. That's the... <laughs> I, 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 not that I, I you know, I, I was saying my wife was like, yeah, you're not going to that. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm not <laughs> buying diapers. That's not what I said. And I'm, I'm not, I said, I'm not, I, there's no way I'm going to sit in the movie theater for 21 hours. I'm not doing it. That's what I mean. Like, I, I'd love to see the, uh, the sequel trilogy uh, on the back to back on, on the big screen though. I really would. Well, that, that's what I, I said. I'm like, I, w- I wish they had broken it up. You know, if they had said like, we're doing a OT marathon this weekend or a, a prequel trilogy marathon this weekend, and then we're, or you know, uh, and then the final weekend we'll do like uh, the Force Awakens, Last Jedi, and then we'll do Rise of Skywalker. That I would do. Just kept out. But to do all nine movies in one sitting, zero, zero, zero chance. Not, not happening. Man, just get your sleep during Attack of the Clones. That's not nice, Corey. Stop it. Ah. I'm not like I would. No, I'm. I'm not. I wouldn't do a marathon. I, I need to be li- like completely lying down to actually get rest. Because if I'm in a seated position, even if my eyes are closed, I'm gonna be grumpy. No, no, I would. It, it wouldn't be a. It would not be a, a fun experience for me. So I'm not doing no. it. I would not even considering it. Um. <clears throat> so we got uh, the movie clocking in around two and a, two hours thirty five minutes, which is a time that uh, is probably not final. But they had to. They had to give. Uh, Lucasfilm had to give up a movie, a running time to these theater chains, so that they can block out their their viewing times. But two and a half hours looks to be about it. You know, maybe maybe fifteen minutes shorter than I would have really hoped in an ideal world. But for yeah. me, whatever works and like whatever gives us like the the best edit, the tightest movie that is laser focused. That's the movie I want. You know. I will say more Star Wars is better, but uh, you know maybe maybe here's hoping for like an extended cut someday, which they don't often do. But I'm all right. I'm all right with two and a half hours. Yeah, uh, not me. I want to. <laughs> I want I'll be honest. I I, uh, I don't want it to feel rushed. I don't want to feel like I I didn't get my money's worth at the end of the movie. That's not gonna happen. That's not gonna happen. Really. No. You're not going to pay your ticket and go like, oh, man, I really... They can always add more. It's all about telling the quality. I, you know, I really... I paid $12 for that ticket, but I only feel like I got 11.40 out of it. <laughs> is that, is, are you going to... No, no one's going to feel that way. Either you hate the movie or you're going or you're gonna to love it. But uh, finally, let's let's wrap it up here. We got, uh, we got the poster. Oh. Right after the trailer dropped, we did get a poster. And I gotta say, guys, this looks like a framer. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> there's Rose. Suck it, haters. There's Rose. Um, we got Ray Prime in the, the three droids. Kylo in the back, occupying that villain position where normally you might expect Palpatine. Yeah, the Falcon crossing his face right over the scar, Corey. That's that's the one. That's the only questionable thing I find about the the choices in the trailer is the Falcon shooting up the uh, middle like that. It's a. It makes it seem like it's a very big part of this film. Yeah, that one, and then a little further down, like the X wing and the tie daggers, sort of cutting into the uh, the red lightsaber beam. Weird, weird placement there. I don't know if I would have done that, but overall. I love this poster. I love the composition of it. I think it's it's stunning. 
This one's definitely going to get a purchase and is definitely going to get framed and eat up a huge portion of the wall. To me, this is right near the top of, of trailers or of posters for the saga. I honestly still like the for the Last Jedi poster better. No, I like this one better than the Last Jedi poster. Yeah? It's close. Good for you. It's close. This, I mean, this one's got like, I'm sort of in the honeymoon phase with this one right now, but we'll see. It's I mean, got a lot going on. It's got I'm a lot going on. I'm talking about just it. the one with the, the Ray and the Kylo and the, you know. Well, this, and it's, you know, it's got the element of the D23 poster as well with Ray and Kylo down on the Death Star wreckage. Yeah, it's perfect. That's cool. Uh, Zori Bliss, who's getting a good, good slot here in the middle with yeah, dual blasters nice out. Estate. That's a cool pose. I like that a lot. Yeah, we've got Poe, Finn, Chewie, Janna, the droids, Rose, Lando. The gang's all there, man. Yeah. All Space Force. Where's Hux? Where's Pride? It's funny. We didn't get we did not get Sith Troopers. We didn't get Hux. We didn't get Pride. A lot of stuff that didn't come through in this trailer. And you know what? I didn't miss it. I actually didn't think about it until right now. Things that we did not get. We did not get a look at Luke. We barely got a look at Leia. It's a it's a look we've seen before. You know, we we barely saw Zori Bliss. She's in one shot, just standing off to the side. Anyway, I am thoroughly encouraged by everything we've seen and heard tonight. Thoroughly. I'm super excited. The next two months, guys, are going to be tough, but hopefully the Mando will help ease that pain. <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. All right, boys. I think uh, I think we're done here. Yeah, we're done. We are it's late. We're done. So that's it, guys. Episode one ninety seven is in the can. Uh, let us let us know what you think of the trailer. I don't think we're gonna have to search very far for your opinion, but still, let us know what you think. And uh, can't wait. Let's let's keep this conversation going about the rise of Skywalker final trailer. It's final until they do the international trailer and all the TV spots <laughs> where they slip in. <laughs> they slip in shots every. Uh, every so often where we can discuss those and dissect those to the nth degree. But uh, yeah, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm one happy star Wars fan tonight. All right, guys. Uh, what we got, we got, I guess we got to wrap it up here. So let me, let me do that. Let's uh, give a shout out to our pals at the star Wars Commonwealth podcast network. Check it out at star Wars Commonwealth.com. Check us out on Apple podcasts as a podcast provider. We got our eight podcasts. Everybody's still doing great work and I'm really looking forward to seeing what, uh, what our pals say about this trailer this week uh, if you want to help us out uh, you can share this podcast with your pals leave us a review and uh, become a powerful friend on Patreon and join us, become a powerful friend and get some exclusive podcasts and early access podcasts and uh, support support us creatives as, uh, with what we do uh, so you can find that at patreon.com slash tumblingsaber and uh, become more powerful than you can possibly imagine, as we like to say. Uh, shout out to the newlywed, Mr. Rob Wade from Talk Star Wars and Emotionally 14 for endorsing this episode as part of the E14 Endorsed Program, which you can learn more about at Emotionally14.com. And uh, guys, with all that out of the way, where can we find you on social media, Carlos? Find me at Candido Music on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow my music page on Facebook at Carlos Candido Music. And for everything else, go to cardoscandidomusic.com. Awesome. Corey? Well, let me tell you. You can find me at Drop Rules with a Z 
on the Twitter machine. And uh, as always, hit us up in our closed safe haven of a Facebook group where everything's cool and kosher. Where Corey never shows up, so he has no idea what he's saying. I watch. <laughs> Social media stresses me out. Yeah, you sounded definitely stressed tonight, Corey. All right, guys, that's it for episode 197. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed that trailer. Let us know what you think, and we will talk to you next week in episode 198. Have a great week, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. Static draws me closer to your place Willing me through my dreams Fall away Signs Blindly To the lines on your face Beating Strong Drifting Not relive this dream Over And over And over Again Please don't leave my heart broken Bleeding Don't believe it breathing if only to see you next to me sleeping soundly smiling not really this dream over and over Why you run
you running away? 